Hi everyone, welcome back to Not the Six O'Clock News. This is a place where you can get information and hopefully inspiration from your reality. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Natasha J. Rosewood and I am a quantum healer, spiritual coach and author of three books so far and there are more to come. So today we're going to be talking about um, are you not manifesting your dream and why not? And let's talk about the real secret. So uh, already Gary's joining us. Hi, Gary. Lovely to see your smiling face. And uh, a lot of people have read The Secret, watched the movie The Secret. It's been out for a while now. And I was very thrilled when it came out because I thought, good, we're going to be talking about manifestation as a practice for everyone so we can all create our own reality. I've been talking about this ever since I read Creative Visualization by Shakti Gwain back in 1983, people. So, you know, this is uh, not a new technique. It's been around for a long, long time. And the truth is that we've all been manifesting. But what is manifestation? What does it actually mean? So manifestation, simply put, is taking a thought or an idea, a person, a place or an event that you want to bring into your physical reality, uh, thinking that those thoughts about that person, focusing, uh, feeling the emotions of already having that person or event or thing in your life, and keep doing that until there's enough uh, thought, which are magnetic impulses, to create critical mass and bring that into manifestation. So it actually feels like magic when it shows up in your life, but it actually is physics. So I'll just tell you a quick story, just as an example. Years ago, I was living on the Sunshine Coast. I just bought a house, started my um, psychic business and workshops, and I was driving an older car, shall we say, and every time I drove the car, I went, oh, God, I hate this car. I want a new car, and I just hate this car, and it makes this noise and this kind of thing. And I then berated myself and I said, Natasha, that's not going to do you any good. You've got to focus on what you do want, not on what you don't. So I started pretending as I drove the old jalopy that I was driving a brand new car. I could smell the fabric, the leather. I was playing with the electric windows. I was enjoying the, the, the uh, stereo music in the car and the sunroof. And lo and behold, three months later, my partner at that time called me on the phone one day. He'd gone to Vancouver and he said, Natasha, I'm bringing you a home, a brand new car. And I went, what? And he said, I'll pay for it for the first year, Zona Lease, as a thank you for me taking care of his children. And so I got my new car, uh, initially as a gift, but it manifested. So that one worked. However, I have had times when I've wanted to manifest things and they haven't shown up. So we're asking the question today, when you are manifesting, you've read the secret, you're doing everything right, you're focusing on it, you're visualizing, you're feeling as if you've got it up on your picture board and it's still not showing up, why not? So we're going to uh, go through uh, 10, 10 reasons actually why what you're wanting to manifest may not be showing up and I've got a lovely lady here with us today Stephanie Taylor 
and um, she's come agreed to come on and tell me about what her successes and uh, are with manifestation and what happens when it doesn't work. So uh, Steph, tell me about some of the times you've manifested and it has worked for you and you've been aware that you've done it for yourself, you manifested it for yourself. Of course. Thank you, Natasha. It's an honor to be here. This is exciting. Um, yeah, over the years, you know, I didn't really put two and two together a lot, but uh, it's funny, I've I've thought of different items um, where I've wanted to get an item like a piece of workout equipment and stuff like that. And, you know, wherever I've been and I thought, okay, well, and I picture it because I'm very good at visualizing. So I, I picture it in the room there and where I'm going to put it. And then I had this one instance, I wanted a uh, elliptic. And all of a sudden, um, I was going, I live on the coast too. And, and I was up in, in an area in uh, Seashelt, an area there. And I turned the corner and there's a, a really, really in very good shape elliptic right on the corner free. <laughs> wow. And, yeah. You know, so I, I do have a lot of over the years, a lot of times, um, things like that have happened where I've, I've thought about something I really want it, and it does appear. It does appear. So, and that, yeah, and that's the truth that we are manifesting anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. But a lot of the times we don't notice, like, thankfully, you are spiritually awake and aware, and you went, hey, I did that. But a lot of people might have said, oh, that's a coincidence. There's an elliptical trainer there right for me. Uh, aren't I lucky? Uh, but I don't believe in luck. I do believe in the order of the universe that manifestation is a physics practice. But when it does happen, it does feel like magic, doesn't it? Yes. It's really cool. It's a Very cool feeling. Very much uh, I'm, I'm just going to talk about a few of these reasons why people don't manifest, and I'll come back to you, Steph. Steph. Um, I will say to the audience, we were meant to be having about five or six guests on today, and Mercury is definitely retrograde because suddenly my email froze. I did send the link out to everybody. I can't receive or send emails at the moment. So for anybody that's disappointed about not being able to come on, I'm sorry, but if you still want to join us, uh, Michael, my producer, just post posted on my uh, Quantum Healer Facebook page. That's the one with my hair down. Uh, you can go to that, and there is a link there if you want to join us. And if we can get you in, we will. I know Michael's been having his issues as well. So uh, if we suddenly blow up <laughs> and you don't see us, you'll know why. It's Mercury Retrograde. And if you're not able to join us on the show today, I have put these 10 reasons why maybe you're not manifesting on my blog, on my website, which is also under construction. So next week, everything should be working nicely. And if you can't get on today because of all these techno hitches, please know that I'm going to be doing another show next week where I'd love to have you on. So um, if you don't make it today, you can come back next week. So one of the first reasons why I notice why people don't um, manifest, and this was not in the secret, um, and that upset me because I felt like uh, it was good that that information came out. It made everybody consciously aware that there's a process that we can all do to create our own reality. But I felt like they were missing half of the story. And funnily enough, uh, one of the people that was in the secret, Joe Vitale, 
thanks to Steffi today, she informed me that he has written a book called The Missing Secret. And he's actually working the same thing here. So um, if my blog and this show isn't enough for you, you can go and get his book on, um, I'm guessing, Amazon. It's called The Missing Secret by Joe Vitale. So the first one is Garbage In, Garbage Out. And, you know, we, we decide what we want when we want to manifest from the ego or the intellect. Now, that's a very small part of our mind. And if you go to my first book, ah, I think I'm psychic and you can be too. I've drawn a diagram, I think it's chapter six and called it the six levels of consciousness. So the ego, I actually call the pea brain because it's such a tiny part of all of our levels of consciousness. And what goes on in the subconscious specifically is our programming from when we are born, even while we're in the womb actually, and from our past lives, if you believe in reincarnation. So already when we're born, we're already coming in with these subconscious beliefs that might interfere with what our mind thinks it wants. And then we come into our childhood, we have often this negative programming or limiting beliefs that are given to us by our well-meaning parents, teachers, siblings, and friends, and maybe not so well-meaning sometimes. And we get an impression of who we are, what we can have, and our limitations. So a lot of uh, very common beliefs are, who do you think you are? You can't do that. You'll never make any money at that. Uh, you're not good enough. You don't deserve to have it. So what I suggest is you spend some time with yourself, and this is why I do quantum healing, specifically to help people identify what their negative subconscious beliefs are that are interfering with what they can really have, what their true potential is, so we can turn them around into the conscious and choose different subconscious belief systems. Because the subconscious mind is what's running your show. It's like the engine of your car. And if you don't have that cleaned out, you can manifest as much as you want. It'll never show up because it will always meet with resistance. Um, number two is, um, responsibility a lot of people um want to say let's just say win a lottery i think you know i've been there i'm sure you have been there and we go oh wouldn't that be nice to have 10 million or 50 million or even 3 million whatever it is but as we know with every situation there comes positive and negative consequences so that part of us knows the truth of that that says, uh-oh, you know, if I suddenly have 10 million and I haven't been very good at managing my finances up until now, that's going to be a big responsibility. I might spend my days just managing my money. Or what if my aunt Ethel um, is wants half of that and that causes family friction? Or what if my friends suddenly jealous of me or I'm suddenly inundated with people who want me to donate? So you know, we know that there's two sides to every coin. And maybe you're thinking, you know what, that sounds lovely, but maybe I don't really want that. So take a look at what you're wanting to manifest and see if you're willing to take on the responsibility of having that. So Stephanie, does that make any sense to you about responsibility? It actually does. It's funny, I, um, 
I was listening to something this morning and uh, I usually in the mornings I go for a walk and listen to motivational. And one of the things um, that I thought of was, uh, are you living a life of what other people think you should be? So it's, it's, again, it's dragging all that stuff from our past. And, you know, instead of looking at who we were created to be and what we have inside, you know, we are actually living a life of other people's thoughts, right? Well, I'm, that's very good because yeah. I'm going to, that's one of the points here, one of the reasons why we don't. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. And we'll bring, we'll bring that in again. Um, so what I suggest for this responsibility thing is start with something smaller instead of uh, manifesting five million, maybe start with 10 grand and see, gradually work your way into it and acclimatize yourself and learn um, as you go with the growth. So instead of leaping out of your comfort zone into a much bigger area, just maybe take baby steps. Um, so that's a suggestion for that one. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me about soulmates and it's really funny because people have said to me for a long time, Natasha, when am I going to meet my soulmate? And my answer is, well, when you're ready. And they say, well, how will I know when I'm ready? And I say, when your soulmate appears. So, you know, and I've, I've, as you know, Stephanie, I've predicted soulmates for lots of people, myself included. And people call me back and say, Natasha, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And I would say, well, there must be something that still needs to take place because manifestation is about frequencies meeting, like attract like. And what a lot of people do not um, acknowledge is that maybe they've come out of a relationship and they're still healing from that relationship or they need to uh, still spiritually grow. So you don't want to attract the same person that you've just left, right? And if you don't do the work in between the relationships, you're going to get the same thing in a different body with a different name and go, oh, no, he looks fine or she looks fine. And then six months later, you go, hang on, why does this so feel so familiar? And the same issues show up. And I know because I've done that, right? So yeah. I think it's always healthy to have that rest period in between to say, am I emotionally ready? Another thing that happens, and I've talked a lot about this on my shows, is grief. Mm -hmm. We, I think most of us are carrying unresolved, unexpressed grief because we're not good at it, saying it out loud in this culture. We're told to suck it up, get on with it, be strong, put a smile on your face, be happy, get over it, you know. So a lot of people are kind of walking around with this lump, I want to say lump in their throat or their stomach. That's why we have a lot of thyroid issues, um, a lot of stomach issues, a lot of cancers because people aren't really unloading. And if you try and attract or manifest, think about that. You're carrying this kind of low frequency energy and you want to be up here in this high frequency, never the twain shall meet. You'll always be missing. So if you think of manifesting of, okay, how can I get into that high frequency? What do I need to clear out, truly clear out in order to set myself free to be in that higher, higher realm? Um, a lot of people, this shocks me, uh, I know people who are in unhappy marriages and they're, they're dreaming about somebody else. And I go, well, you know, you need to make space in order to have it be really beautiful and healthy. You need to deal with the issue at hand because that's not working for you. And then you bring in this other person 
that's going to make a horrible convoluted mess of everything. So it's not, I'm not being judgmental, but I, it's like from a physics point of view, that's not going to work very well down the road. And if you've betrayed your marriage, do you think that new person is going to trust you not to betray them? So it's about somewhat having integrity, but it's about making space for that person to come in. Um, so it's if when you check in with your emotions and you go, okay, how am I really feeling? Am I really ready for that? Am I really ready to be happy? Have I cleaned up my mess before I go in there? So number four reason is synchronicity. And in order to manifest, I would say we cannot have an ounce of resistance. And the way I normally demonstrate is to get a, a half full or half empty glass of water. And imagine each drop that goes into that glass has to be a congruent piece of energy that's going to add to your manifestation so that when that glass is full, you're going to reach that critical mass and that thing is going to appear. But what if you have resistance and you're putting like dirty water in that glass and it literally muddies the waters, it's not going to allow that manifestation, the one that you really want to come in because again, the frequencies are not going to be the same. So we want to make sure that we're not resisting it in any way, shape or form. All energies need to be congruent. It's very much like a, a river going down and every all the water's going in the same direction toward the ocean, which ends up being the manifestation. So your thinking, your conscious mind, your subconscious feeling, um, your um, soul, your spirit level, your higher self, all those levels of energy need to be in the same congruent vibration in order to have that thing come in. And the universe has its own storyline for you. So there are other people, other places that may need to happen for that to really synchronize. And I always find that when I manifest, like you, Stephanie, I manifested once, um, long story, I was working on a street pit project, I lost all my money, had nothing, and no car, and I said to the universe, universe, I need a car, and I'm willing to do somebody else a favor in exchange for that car. 10 seconds later, the phone rang, and a friend of mine said, Natasha, uh, how would you like to drive my car for the next six months? And I went, well, that's nice, thank you, but why? She said, I have to go into hospital, I'm having a leg operation, and the only thing is you have to drive me there every Tuesday. Done deal. And that was instant, right? Wow. So again, there was that universal synchronicity. So it's not just about us in our little microcosmic world, it's about being connected as well. Um, so the ego wants what it wants, right? But again, we've got to plug into that higher self and be aware and the synchronicity of everything that's going on around you. I love this thing in the Book of Runes that says, what is yours will come to you. So when it's not happening, uh, and I know, uh, Stephanie, we've talked about a couple of things that haven't like happened already yet. Um, I just say to people, you know, Think about the bigger picture and have faith and patience and know that, you know, you're not missing the boat. A lot mm -hmm. of people think they're missing something somehow. And I go, no, 
the stars have got to be aligned for this to come in. And when it does happen, you'll be going, oh, now I get it. So often in retrospect, we will see that thing. Uh, so Michael, I'm just going to ask um, if, any, if uh, Carol has been able to connect with us at all. Not as of yet. I have nobody in staging. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so if anybody wants to write a question or, or comment on manifestation, where they've been able to manifest easily or not, or they'd like a little bit of a reading, just uh, write the question in and Michael will put that up on the screen for me. And if you want to change your name, you can. I don't know if you can do that technologically. Um, so number five reason, and this is a big one, and I don't know if you know anybody like this, Stephanie, but deservability, this is my word. It's not really a word in the English language. And I put this in my book also when I was writing it. And a lot of times people are walking around with A, that low self-esteem, uh, B, they've had negative experiences, negative upbringing, they think that's all they deserve, that's all they're gonna get. Uh, sometimes um, they feel guilty uh, sometimes they feel guilty and they don't even know that they're guilty and they're carrying around some remorse. And so I know that you have been doing some work on that uh, in terms of forgiveness. So what's your process for that? Well, it's just funny, um, just going back to where you were talking about uh, um, how we, you know, when you want a relationship or you want something and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, you're, you're jumping from one relationship to another to another. And it's uh, ironic, because it's unless you grow, and unless you do that inner, um, inner clearing on yourself, um, you'll get the same thing. Because again, it comes back down to are you deserving of what you're getting? And if you haven't changed your thoughts or how you are inside, you will continue to get the same thing over and over and over. And like I had three long term relationships. And I know you're going to laugh about this. But, uh, you know, they were similar in, in who they were. But the funny thing is, they were all named Al. So um, anyway, <laughs> well, you've got the same name. Oh, my gosh. That should right. be a clue. <laughs> but, and it's just like it's funny but I mean you are because what you think inside is what you're attracting so as yeah. you said like the deservability if you don't think you don't deserve it because of that programming that you know you have as a child and as you grow up and as a as a young adult and then you know in your 20s and your 30s and whatever you're getting out of this relationship it's like what you think about you bring about like you said you know yes. and, and what yeah Go ahead, sorry. And and what you need to do and what I have found, um, I've done a lot of personal growth and personal um, work on myself in order to um, forgive myself, but also forgive those who have hurt me. And, and if you don't do that and if you don't clear that, you're carrying it around so that, you know, when you want to manifest or attract, you're not going to be able to do it. Like if, you know, yes, I was attracting and I, I attract little things here and there that are, are material things. But when you really want to attract what's deep inside and 
you know, that's when the work starts, you know, and like you say, you have to deserve it, but you also have to be willing to open your heart to accept it, you know? It will it allow it, right? Yeah. 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 And that's part, thank you for mentioning that because that's part of deservability. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people, I've done this too, I've attracted it, it's shown up and I've gone, holy moly, do I really deserve that? And it's yeah. come into my life and then I've sabotaged it because yes. again, there wasn't that congruency, that matching of the frequency. Yes. So it felt kind of uncomfortable for me. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm terrified this is gonna just go poof. So yeah. sometimes I got rid of it before it's gone away or the person uh, yeah. so I didn't feel like they'd left me I felt like I'd left it yeah and so uh, I actually have written in the as you know this last few years uh, an inspirational romantic comedy screenplay which is all about forgiveness mm. and uh, the forgiveness for me I was shocked I did this process with it and I was shocked and I, you know, I wasn't a young chick when I did this. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of spiritual work for a lot of years, but I was shocked when I actually did, like you say, on the deepest level, I really released that. I really released that pain, that pain that had been done to me, that maybe I'd done to other people. And I just gave it up to the universe and take it from me. Uh, I felt like the whole space had been made vacant in my being. And then shortly after the words, I met my my twin soul, uh, Lauren. Yeah. And I swear, if I hadn't done that, I would have gone on having those um, dysfunctional relationships, shall we say? Yeah. You know, it wasn't their fault. It was I was carrying around this thing, yeah. and when I really let that release, that was so forgiveness. I think in order to really manifest, you really, really want, it is massive. Now, um, you mentioned this morning Joe Vitale, and he has a process. Um, what's the process that you do? Is it the Ho'oponopono? Yeah, it's the Hono, Ho'ono, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Ho'ono, something to that effect. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, that one I love. Um, I've actually, um, I'm in the middle of taking the course. Um, the uh, Hono Ono Pono Ono. Anyway, right. you know, you get the thought. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, it. I love it because just in the short time that I've been um, doing the work and um, as you mentioned in the uh, the missing secret, uh, Joe does touch on that, but uh, he does have another book out that uh, really delves into it some more. But it's it's all about, you know, what I did was I wrote down, like there was a few issues that I had with people. And what I did was I wrote down what I was feeling inside about them and the situation. And then I took it and I burned it. But while I was burning it, I was saying, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And within like this, I did it with one person. And within that short period of time, their whole, even now, their whole attitude has changed towards me. And, and this has been a long process with this person that it's been going on like negatively for a long, long time. And it's just like, I was just like, holy cow, really? Yeah. Oh, this is cool. So I did it with something else. Um, with someone else because there's some uh, financial thing that's going on. And 
all of a sudden that same day there was a deposit in my bank account and then i did it with another person recently and their whole attitude has changed towards a goal that they want and and it's like wow but it's it's again it's turning it over to the universe and that's right well what i love about that stephanie um is that you changed your thinking but it appeared like the other person changed their behavior exactly but really yes you you know we're always emitting these thoughts yeah coupled with emotion and by the way emotion is the fuel of manifestation mm-hmm. it's no good just thinking the thoughts about house 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 it's like how do you feel about having a house or what would yeah. it feel like to be there yeah. so uh gary has just actually sent us a question and i know he's um talking about hopono which is an old hawaiian prayer um Gary has a, uh, a place that he wants to sell in Hawaii. And he's asking me, uh, is my self-confidence too low to deserve to sell my condo? Uh, it may not be self-confidence, Gary. It might be another uh, element of resistance. There might be some part of you. I'm going to suggest two things here. There might be some part of you that really doesn't want to let it go or it might be the universe saying with COVID-19, we just don't know what's going to come down the pipe uh, in the next little while. It might be the universe saying, maybe you're going to need that place, Gary. Maybe you, maybe they're not letting you sell it because something is going to show up in your world whereby you need it. Um, I wouldn't say it's about your self-confidence, um, but you might want to really explore what would be the negatives of selling my place? Where is the resistance coming in? So I'm just going to talk about a few more reasons. Um, I don't know if this applies to you, Gary, but number six reason is the thing that we want to manifest is not really on our soul path. It's not part of our karma. It's not what we came here to experience. The lottery is a really good example of that. I know I've tried to manifest the lottery and so many people said, Natasha, you're psychic. What are the lottery numbers? And I've said, you know, if I could do that, I wouldn't be here talking to you. So, um, you know, winning the lottery isn't on everybody's soul path. Uh, Can we manifest just anything? I think that is a conditional to our soul path, our soul journey. And my clients know this, that I often talk about the, the movie script that you agreed to do before you came into this lifetime, while you were still a little itsy bitsy spirit on the other side, you said, this is what I'm going to do in this life. This is going to my, be my life story. I have this maximum potential and this minimum potential. And the free will is whether I realize that greater potential or I don't or I bail on it so when we want to manifest something I can speak to this personal experience I never dreamed that I would become a professional psychic that was not what I envisioned myself doing I thought I was going to have a big business of some kind but the universe kept pointing me in this direction so I wanted to go over here but I kept being pointed over here. And of course, now I've been doing this work professionally uh, for 27 years, uh, 25 years, sorry, and unofficially for much, much longer than that. Uh, I feel very blessed and honored to be doing it, and it feels right for me. So just when you're, you know, the ego wants to, um, wants one thing, but the subconscious, the soul, and the spirit, and your higher self are going, 
uh-uh, we're not going there, we're going over here instead. So again, don't be beating yourself up if you're trying to manifest something and it's not coming to you because really ask yourself, does it feel right? So what I suggest you do with that one is go into your imagination, go into your meditation with this thing that this ego mind is wanting to bring into your world and see if it feels right because when I've done that, and it hasn't been right. And I've done this with relationships, by the way. And that's really helped me avoid some big mistakes in relationships. It's like, no, no, that doesn't feel right. No, I don't want to marry that person. Or I don't want to really go and live in that place. It's a great way to help you uh, make decisions as well. So I've got another uh, question from Dalana. Hi, Dalana. Um, I know you've been going through some big changes as we all have. And she's asking, am I meant to move? I no longer have a job. Am I on my soul path? Well, you know what, Delana? I get that you absolutely are on your soul path. But you're like many of us. You've hit the end of one cycle and you're in the void now, but you're waiting for the other cycle to begin. So if you go back onto my Facebook lives, I've talked about being in the void and just trying to enjoy it. I know it's scary. Um, it's not, you feel like you've got nothing to hang on to, but I want you to really be in faith because I know you've got a massive gift. You've been in your life experience through something that uh, has been very traumatic. And I know uh, that you're gonna use that uh, experience to help other people and you already are but that's going to get much bigger for you uh i want to say we're uh what are we now we're third week of june i want to say almost going into august so i don't know if you can use this time to take a break uh i want to say don't move yet though I think you want to know where you're meant to be or what you're meant to be doing before you decide where you're meant to move. And I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not too sure if you're going to wait. There's a feeling you might just move just before something happens. But let the universe guide you because you are loved and protected and, and adored by the universe. So I would just relax. I'm going to say to you, just don't try and manifest. Don't try. Don't strive. Let it come to you and just keep affirming, I am safe or as well in my world and what is mine will come to me at the right time and place. So I hope that helps you a little bit. Um, yeah, you're, you know, with our soul path, uh, we have karma. We have lessons that we've come here specifically to learn. We've got a soul expression. There are things that we're meant to be doing. Maybe we're meant to be painting or writing or dancing. And so there's a lot of things that we think that we want to do. Uh, our ego maybe thinks, oh, that would make me look good or make me feel happy. But it's not really what we're supposed to be doing. I've met so many people who are in business. Um, especially in Calgary, in the oil and gas business, funnily enough. And when I've done readings on them, I said, you know what? That, this isn't really what you're meant to be doing. You're meant to be running a farm and growing vegetables or something like that. And they go, oh, my God. And they started crying because they recognized the truth of that. Their soul recognizes the truth. So ask your soul what it wants to express and then manifest from that. And just watch how quickly that shows up. Uh, number seven, 
Uh, this I hear all the, all the time. Uh, I don't know if you can relate to this one, uh, um, Steph, uh, but I want it right now. <laughs> um, and it's like a lot of my clients, you know, when I predict and I see that greater potential, but I can see also what their subconscious beliefs are. I can see their resistance or their non-belief. And but they're saying, well, why has it shown up, Natasha? And I go, okay, let's go back to the drawing board and see what's in the way. Uh, we also have to know we are co-creators. Uh, you know, we're working with the universe. Like I say, it's not just us in our tiny little world here. There are other people involved. This person has to move over there. That has to happen. These things need to take place before all the bigger picture, like a jigsaw puzzle, and all slot into one nice big smooth picture so um remembering that your co-creator it's not just about little old you right uh, and i'm not talking to you stephanie specifically but talking to all my clients out there who are getting impatient for the manifestation to show up uh timing is important like i've said you know talking about being ready having space uh being emotionally ready having grieved uh you know not to give up just because it hasn't shown up straight away. Um, and I'm not talking about synchronicity here. Synchronicity is the bigger picture, is the universal picture. I'm talking about your individual timing, but it still affects your environment. And, you know, there will be a good reason when you do meet up with a person or have the thing, um, um, you know, what you want it to show up. When it finally does and you look back on it, you go, oh, now I get it why it wasn't there before. Because A, I wasn't ready. Um, if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't be the person I am now, and then I wouldn't be able to be with this person. And my husband, you know, you know, Lorna and I met uh, later on in life. I was 57 when I met him, and i completely given up, thank God. And he showed up, and I went, wow, are you for real? And he kept saying to me, well, why didn't we meet earlier? Why didn't we meet earlier? And I say, you know, I wasn't ready for you, honey. You might have been ready for me, but I definitely was not ready for you uh, because he's so kind and so adorable. And I was still into thinking I deserved less than that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you've got to be in that place where you love yourself so much that you go, why wouldn't I deserve that? Why wouldn't I? And yeah. if people can love themselves into manifestation, the world would be a much happier, happier place. Mm -hmm. So um, look back on when you haven't manifested at that particular time and then it has shown up and go, oh, now I get it. Thank you, universe. And the universe is sometimes saving us from ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's a good job we don't get everything uh, that we've asked for because I can think of a few people that would have been disastrous for me had I gone, oh, good, they're here, let's go with this. So uh, the universe has definitely protected me from me. Um, you mentioned this earlier. Oh, I'm just going to talk to Carol, if, if you don't mind, Stephanie. So Carol Church, she's um, all the way from the UK, and we're one of the people, she's one of the people we couldn't connect with technolog technologically today, thanks to Mercury. Uh, we'll blame it on Mercury anyway. So Carol asks, how do you ask, how do you let go to receive? What does my future behold for me? Uh, well, Carol, your question is right at the right time because I'm just coming up to those reasons why um, you have maybe been able to manifest what you want. And Stephanie mentioned it earlier about allowing. 
So we ask, we're all good at asking, but we don't allow ourselves to receive. And so the question is, again, going back to that desirability quotient, mm -hmm. out of 100, what do you, out of all the goodness that the universe has to give, out of all the money, the love, uh, the uh, creative expression, the fun, the travel, how much out of 100 are you allowing yourself to have right now? Are you at 60%, 50%? I mean, I, can, I know some people that are like at 10%, if that. And I want to rise, I want to increase their vibration and go, no, you deserve so much more. And they're still buying into an old story, whatever that old story is. And that old story, by the way, might be ancestral. We inherit our parents, our grandparents, and our ancestors' stuff. So I know for me, one of my things is oh, you know, I'm, I'm capable of so much more. Why haven't I been recognized? Why aren't I out there? That was my grandmother's thing. She always felt like she never realized her full potential. Isn't that interesting? And I just got that the other day, and I went, oh, my God, that's my grandmother's thing. It doesn't have to be mine. So what's the opposite of that? Yes, I absolutely can have whatever I want. Um, I can be, yes. It is available to me. She came from a different era where women didn't get to be um, free. Um, but now we have no excuse. So um, I'm going to be working with that for myself. So, uh, Carol, I'm going to ask you just to listen to this whole show because I think there's a few things for you in here. But I'm going to ask you to stick around for the last one because I think Number 10 is what applies to you. But right now, number eight, what do other people think? And Stephanie also alluded to this. So we don't often know this, but unconsciously, we're going after what we think our parents would approve of, our friends would like. We want to fit in. We have a very deep need to be approved of so that we belong to a group. We don't often want to be outside of the group. And sometimes, success will take us outside of the group so again it goes back to that responsibility question like if i get this job or i win this lottery or i get the dream home and the dream man and everything's dreamy am i going to have friends <laughs> or are they going to all be jealous of me or want to pull me down and maybe we don't want to take that risk so you know being successful does mean that you're going to stand apart from others and maybe it that takes guts and that takes courage to be a leader and to be different. So, um, again, what are you thinking about what other people are thinking about you? And if you change those thoughts about, you change that to instead like, I'm a leader, I'm going to serve, I'm going to lead the pack, I'm not going to think about me, I'm going to be of service here and let the chips fall where they may, and I'll deal with my... Um, retractors or whoever comes at me because of that with love and so I think we can turn this around and turn success into a very desirable state to be and don't you want to find out who you can become don't you want to figure it out um, so we need that approval we're often afraid of uh, sometimes ridicule, ridicule if we fail um, but 
it has been said that we're more afraid of our success than we are of our failure. And I think a lot of people actually are more comfortable feeling like, oh, it's okay, I'll just stay in the background here, I'll just work from home and I won't put myself out there um, to risk either being criticized or um, humiliated. What I want to say to you about other people's thoughts or what you think other people think of you, which may be completely a delusion on your part. They might be thinking you're the most wonderful thing since sliced bread and you're having these negative thoughts. So my mantra, and I know this is a book title and I, I thank the person who ever wrote the book, what other people think of you is none of your business. And I know, Stephanie, you are going to become a wonderful, I've foreseen this view, a wonderful motivational speaker. And I know when I speak in front of groups, I, before I get up there, although I'm nervous, I always say, it's not about me, it's not about Natasha Rosewood, it's about the information. And how, what's the value of the information that I'm passing on, like I do when, hopefully when I do these Facebook Lives. So it's like about what's your value and do you want to serve? And then if you forget about over here and you put your attention out there, you get so lost in what you're doing, you forget about what other people are thinking mm -hmm. and what their expectations are, or what they don't like. And people don't have to like me. They don't have to like me, but if they like the information, if they can use the information, my, my work is done. Um, so Carol, I'm just gonna talk, speak to you directly now because I'm feeling the vibe here. And I know that you wanted uh, a, um, a, a kind of a psychic reading as well as talking about manifestation. So actually with Carol, I'm getting that you are going to be moving soon. Now I know you're in the UK and I think you're still going to stay in the UK, but I've got a really good feeling that around September, uh, hopefully when we're really coming out of this, although I feel like it's not gonna be done until October, um, but your situation is gonna change in September for the better. And I don't want to promise you this, but it feels like some more abundance is happening, some money is coming to you, and I feel like it allows you to make the shift. And I feel that you're going to begin something that you're going to be helping others. And I think we've talked about this before, but it's like you have to be ready too. You have to be ready to take on the responsibility to, I wanna say step up to the plate. A lot of us are having to know that we've got to step up to the plate now. We've got to be kind. We've got to express who we really are, our gifts. And I know you've been through a lot over the years and you're gonna use that to, to bring yourself forward but bring uh, others forward in the process. And I'm, I hope I'm right here, but it feels like, I don't know if your children have grown up and, and flown the coop now, but it's a sense of more freedom for you. So it's a new beginning for you. And I'm gonna say in September, uh, but there's one more thing I want, a couple more things I want you to think about before we get to the final one, which I think is the one for you. So number nine reason to ask yourself, what do you really, really, really want? Okay, clients come to me and I say, oh, I'm just gonna make up a name here. Sue, you should be dancing, or you know, you're a painter, or I think you'd be great in public relations or politics, whatever it is. And this person looks at me 
and the tears start coming down their cheeks and they say, oh, no, Natasha, you know, I'm sure you're a nice lady, but you're nuts, you know, that would never happen. And I go, well, this feels so strong for me. I feel this is your truth. And what happens to people is we all come in with our soul expression. And when we're children, we may talk about it or start acting it out in some way. And then again, a parent, teacher, sibling, friend says, oh, what are you doing? You can't do that. Who do you think you are? And it gets shut down. And I call this being thrown into the basement of our being. And then we put all our old clothes and books on top of that. And it gets so buried that we've got no more connection with that. Somewhere deep inside of us, we have a kind of faint memory of feeling good and being happy and doing something that, that we were good at. But it's so buried, it's difficult to excavate. And people start crying. And I say, why are you crying if this does not mean anything to you? It's not, it's your truth. So a lot of people are so out of touch with what they really want. And so in the meantime, they're trying to manifest something else. But it's okay, it'll be fun, a nice car, a promotion, but it's not really setting them on fire. So I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, these are the questions, what do you really, really want? And then I want you to give yourself permission. So I had a client once that told her, uh, she was probably in the 50s, and I said, you know, you could have been a ballet dancer. Again, the tears. And she said, oh, it's too late now. I said, no. You don't have to wear a tutu if you don't want to, but you can go to ballet lessons. So three months later, I get a beautiful email. Thank you, Natasha. I started ballet, and I'm just, it released so much uh, creativity and joy in her. She said that her husband didn't even recognize her anymore. So by giving yourself permission to be who you really are, even if it's one night a week, it's a beginning, and that part of you gets bigger and bigger. You get into the higher frequency. When you're in the higher frequency of joy and happiness, you attract uh, much easier what you really, really want. So ask yourself, who am I really? And then who was I told that I was? And you might find that those two people are two separate individuals, and you're going to start focusing on who you are really and giving that joy to the world. So be honest with yourself. That might take courage. There might be some grief because a long time has gone by and you haven't been doing what you want. So just be really... Um, kind to yourself and compassionate and don't blame yourself for that maybe that that waiting and that restriction was even part of your karma or your soul journey and this might be something to do for you too carol uh, so get into the frequency imagine the positive and the negative get comfortable with both and ask yourself does it feed your soul so number 10 we're right at the end here and carol this is for you Give it up. Don't try. Don't think about anything. Thinking is the ego. Thinking is the intellect. We don't really manifest from the intellect. We manifest from the heart now, from our feelings. Our feelings are like fuel. And there our desire. That's where we have our desire. You know, up here we go, oh, it'd be nice if. But you know, from the heart, it's like, I gotta have that. That's a kind of intention and decision and energy you want to have when you're manifesting. It's got to already feel like it's yours, that it's already in your world. And then you just let it go. Um, like, like I say, I met my, my dear husband um, when I gave up. And whenever I've let go, you know, I know that the universe 
already knows what I want. I just have, have one thought. They even know what I want before I'm thinking or feeling anything. They know me. They know you. They know everybody. And so if it's right for you, it will come to you in the right time, place, and order. But in the meantime, go watch a movie. Go for a walk. And don't try. Don't strive. Just let the universe bring it to you. Because this should be easy and effortless. And so it is. So those 10 reasons, like I say, are on my blog at natasharosewood.com. Uh, my website is in a construction moment, so please give it a few days. I think it should be out next week, and then you can go there and get those. So I really want to say thank you very much to Stephanie. <laughs> you, uh, you kind of overcame those technological problems. Mercury is not going to stop you, is it, <laughs> Stephanie? Yeah. And thank you for giving us your experience with manifestation especially about the forgiveness i think that's a really big one yeah. and you know i really love to teach manifestation so next week what we're going to do this is exciting <laughs> i'm going to invite um anybody with psychic questions to come on the show and then i'm going to talk about being your own psychic and give you tips and tools and work with you on your individual issues how to plug into what's going on with you so you can manifest that so it's like being your own psychic. So if anybody would like to do that, please go to my email when that's working again, Natasha at NatashaRosewood.com and just say, want to be on the show June, I think it's 29th, but don't uh, swear me to that. Same time next Friday, 3.30 p.m. PST. And if you like these Facebook Lives, if you think they help you or they help somebody else, please, uh, please comment, like on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, hit the bell, uh, send me, if you want to be in the email newsletter list, send me your email and just say newsletter. Uh, they go onto a podcast as well. Uh, there's blog information there and share on Facebook. That would be awesome, awesome. So at the end of these shows, uh, Stephanie, I always do like a shout out and a big thank you to everybody that's seeing us all through this period of COVID-19. and the big ascension that we're going through, which I feel we're going through, lifting up the vibration, I hope. I think this is a massive opportunity. So thank you to all the medical staff, all the frontliners, all the people that are really following the rules and keeping us all safe because talking about responsibility, it's up to us. Whether we think it's a hoax or some conspiracy theory, just in case you're wrong, maybe just would it hurt to put on a mask or just keep your distance? So I'm asking everybody to be very respectful of everybody else so uh, we can get this out of our system, uh, our global system, ASAP. So I'd like to do a meditation. So if anybody wants to do this, you can just sit and take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through uh, the mouth. Just close your eyes. And I want you to imagine that you're standing on the earth and you are like a tree sending roots down from the underside of each foot all the way down to the center of the earth with Mother, Mother Jaya. And then imagine this beautiful energy coming up from the center of the earth, coming up through those roots. And this is a beautiful white gold light energy of love coming up from the earth and entering your physical body 
and coming up through all those six levels of consciousness. So through the soul, what is your soul expression? Up into the spirit that is your spirit for this lifetime's experience, what you've come here to express and learn and share. Coming up all the way into your physical body, all the way through your legs, bringing the light up into the torso, into the arms, through the heart, feeling the heart energy. What do you really want? What do you want to share and explode out into the world that is beautiful? And then what do you want to receive and allowing yourself to receive that loving energy that's being returned to you? And then going all the way up through the head, through the brain, clearing the brain of any negativity, any old negative beliefs that no longer serve you. And then seeing that light leave the top of your head through the crown chakra and zooming up into the universe and meeting up with your higher self and divine intelligence. And knowing that you are connected with Mother Earth, grounded in your physical body, cleansed of any negativity here, cleansing your aura, and that you are the light, you're in the light, you're surrounded by the light, and the light is love and you are love. And from that highest of highest vibrations, you are attracting all that you desire and all that is for your highest good at this time, place, and energy. Amen, so be it, and so it is. Thank you. Namaste. Hope to see you next week.